0: Hello there. I'm Siobhan McClay, she, her. And I'm Jen Jackson, she, her. This is season two of Embodiment for the Rest of Us, a podcast series exploring topics within the intersections that exist in fat liberation.
1: In this show, we interview professionals and those with lived experience alike to learn how they are affecting radical change and how we can all make this world a safer and more welcoming place for those living in larger bodies and those historically marginalized who should be centered, listened to, and supported.
0: Captions and content warnings are provided in the show notes for each episode, including specific timestamps so that you can skip triggering content anytime that feels supportive
1: to you. This podcast is a representation of our co-host and guest experiences and may not be reflective of yours. These conversations are not medical advice and are not a substitute for mental health or nutrition support. In
0: addition, the conversations held here are not exhaustive in scope or depth. These topics, these perspectives are not complete and are always in process. These are just highlights. Just like posts on social media or any other podcast, this is just a glimpse.
1: We are always interested in any feedback on this process if something needs to be addressed. You can email us at listener, L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, at embodimentfortheresstofus.com. And now for today's episode. Hello, and welcome to our final
0: episode of Season 2 of the Embodiment for the Rest of Us podcast.
1: Yay! Woo! woo! woo, woo, woo. We're in a silly, silly mood today, everyone. So silly. Talking about We've been talking serious? about principles for the last hour and a half <laughs> before even recording. Yep. So that's where we're coming from.
2: <sighs> okay. So good. We
1: wanted, so good. We wanted to wrap up this season with an exploration of our podcast themes and talk about what is to come. That would be embodiment and the rest of us. Yes. <laughs> Yes, so what do you think about exploring how these topics have evolved with and for us over the last 2 seasons? By the way, I love this question. <laughs> well, you should, you wrote it. We have Sounds some great. Let's do We it. <laughs> have a dear friend who will be on the next season of our podcast who loves yes. that we write the questions and also talk about how great the questions are. So shout out to Fawn.
0: Hi, Fawn. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think it sounds great. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, let's start with embodiment. How do you think and feel about embodiment now? I still love the
0: word embodiment, still love our title of our podcast. Um, I really like our new definition. I was going to bring it up and I did not. Do you remember what it is?
1: No. Let me bring okay. it up. <laughs> we are very, oh very prepared. Okay, I'm bringing it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am so, sorry. <laughs> this is just—we were talking okay. about musicals. We were up to something else that was very important, and now I'm going to bring incredibly this up. important
0: to you. incredibly important—it's coming right now. Um, I it, got it. Okay. okay, okay. Oh, you got it? No, you go ahead. Okay, so embodiment—we change our definition um, for the podcast, and it says to us, embodiment means the body is our partner, where the relationship can be reimagined and be embraced through empowered play and pleasure, which I just love. I love it so much. So I really feel like this has evolved, like your podcast has evolved. So I'm really excited about it. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like I feel personally that I have more awareness that embodiment can look different daily for me. And it doesn't have to be a practice by definition. And Mm. it's, something that will, uh, we talked about a lot with Kimber is, um, it's not new, right? To me, it's, it's a return. So I really mm.
1: like
0: that. What about Ooh, you? I love
1: I love rewords, reclaim, yes. restore, yes. reimagine, mm. uh, re-embody, right? That, that was the Kimber word, mm-hmm. re-embodiment. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm like twisting in my chair at the mic. Right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Back to here. Um, maybe that's a purple <laughs> <laughs> i liked it i was gonna okay. keep it um, well, we can we can all leave all that in place, so
0: anyway. we can okay. leave that
1: in purple blue is when we are like hmm, maybe we need, we need to restart that or pause but we'll leave this one in um yeah. i love this question um <clears> i thought of this about like let's explore those again because i noticed so in the first season it was explore 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 -hmm. And the second season, I noticed that it was deepening and widening and taking on all these different facets that everyone was talking about. And it was incredibly individual to the person, to circumstances, et cetera. And so I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's really interesting to me. And I'm a naturally optimistic, positive person. I'm like, yay, embodiment. The actual theories and the publications all call it, quote unquote, positive embodiment. Mm -hmm. And we really sat with this season what if it doesn't have to be positive? Um, what if it's not always safe to be embodied? What if it's purposely and very importantly safe to be disembodied in this moment? Like these, like kind of the counterpoints to things. Um, I also really got how much this podcast, what we explore is an invitation. And we were really taking you and I really taking on that invitation as well. Mm, Mm -hmm. Um, also embodiment is directional. It's not always initiated by the conscious, logical, Mm -hmm. cognitive self. Sometimes it's it's initiated by the body in the relationship. Um, And that's something I know we're going to explore a lot more, but that's really interesting to me. The way it grounds in the body and the body Mm -hmm. doesn't really talk in words in those cognitive, logical, conscious spaces. It's like pictures. It's like feelings. It's like sensations. It's Mm -hmm. things to pay attention to. Um, Mm -hmm. And something that I also really got is that I, even in exploring this initially and how I was taught about this was really oversimplified and I'm enjoying not doing that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it's also bringing up like authenticity and agency and autonomy for me, Mm -hmm. right? How we engage with like voice choice and genuine conversation. Like Mm -hmm. noticing where things have been conditioned, internalized, uh, oppressed, suppressed. We had a lot of conversations like that this season. Um, And I can't stop thinking about it. Like, really, I just like, this is what we do all the time. And also, I can't stop thinking about it. Talking about it, like, it's just, it feels good. And also, Mm -hmm. equally, this conversation, especially the embodiment part is teaching me how much it's how, much value I get about taking space where I'm not talking about it. It's actually a really distinct counterpoint. Like what if I don't have to focus on being embodied today? Is a really powerful thing for me. As soon as we just get this is going this day is going to be hard. This day is going to suck. I'm not going to be embodied. I'm going to meet my basic needs, but I'm not going to do a bunch of asking.
0: Yeah. Or listening Ooh. really in
1: that way. Like life is mm-hmm. just asking me to do different things today. And that's really valid. Mm-hmm. Um And I'm a privileged person. And so, of course, that brings up who can't do that. I can make that choice. I have the privileges, the agency and autonomy to do that. And Mm. that's not true for everyone. So I also find it humbling. I've actually been thinking about that preparing for this episode. The word humbling is coming to me a lot. Mm. So I love this question.
0: Ooh, I love all of your questions that you write since you write all of the scripts. But um, (laughs) something that's coming up for me is, as you said, that very humbling I, it, it makes me, I'm thinking about how I felt at the end of season one versus the end of season two. And Mm. I feel like season, you say the words beyond a lot, beyond, expansive, um, explore. Those are the kind of words that come up a lot when you're, when you're speaking. And I feel Mm. like those are still pertinent in this season, but I feel like, at least for me, at the end of season one, I was in that place where I was like, let's keep expanding. Let's keep, you know, and then this season feels like maybe expansive in a, I don't even know what I'm trying to say.
1: I kind of get what you're saying, but I don't know that I have the words.
0: It felt like season was, was expansive in an information gathering way. And like, this is expansive in a definition way for me now. And I I, I don't Mm. mean to say that I won't my opinion won't keep changing. My, inf- you know, my knowledge won't keep changing. My experience won't keep changing. But it feels a lot more subtle. Maybe it's humbling. Maybe that's the word I'm saying. But mm. I just feel a lot more like peacefully curious. Last time I was just like, I felt more chaotically <laughs> curious. Like I need to know <laughs> more because I don't know everything. And I just, I just need to say, I just have to learn and learn and learn and learn. And this one's more like, okay, let's bring it home, and that feels Ooh. really, really cool. To I,
1: me. I wonder how this resonates because I got like a picture from that, and the picture mm-hmm. is something like. The first season is like, let's do a massive unlearn.
2: Mm. And the second
1: one is like, now that we've cleared all this space out, what are we going to start putting in here? Like experimentally, like, mm. oh, I love what they said. I'm going to, I'm of course I'm thinking of, Um, Michelle Phillips, when Mm -hmm. we like everything in that conversation, I'm going to talk more about that later, but just like sitting in that conversation (laughs) was like, how deep and nuanced can we go? How connected Mm -hmm. can we as individuals get in a conversation that's also expansive was really Mm. sitting for me in that particular Mm. episode. And also like thinking about Kimber's episode. And again, I could, this is just what I'm thinking of. I could think of any of these episodes and give examples, but thinking of Kimber's Mm -hmm. episode, Sitting in a space about neurodivergence, but also real life. Like how mm. does this show up in real life is a harder conversation. So while it's expansive and looking at lots of other things, it's also like, let's look at this in this specific context. Directional? Totally. Yeah. Direction, directional maybe. I love that.
0: Oh, wow. I, thank you for putting into words what I was trying to say because that's exactly what I was trying to get to. That's okay. awesome. Thank you.
1: Um, yeah. Thank you for even saying that because I didn't have those. Right.
0: <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> awesome love it I love so, it f- yeah for the second half what does the rest of us look like and feel mm. like for you now
1: mm. the word expansive is still sitting with me on mm-hmm. that one um thinking of all the different intersections and also the nuances within intersections and also how they compound overlap um represent more and more and more of us as this conversation goes on
2: mm. I mm-hmm. actually
1: if I would have guessed at the beginning, it would have been like, it wouldn't have been so nuanced. I think mm-hmm. my perception of that was more all or nothing. There's the rest mm. of us and there's not the rest of us. We even talked with Dr. Dre Cox about how that phrase can even imply such a severe kind of separation
2: yeah.
1: when really it feels connect, like it's connecting. It connects the embodiment part. It connects the human overall part. It connects real life stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one is, it's not just like it's expansive, but also I can tell there is so much deeper to go about that, right? Thinking about talking about identities and privileges is uncomfortable for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some things might come up that people don't want to hear coming out of their mouth, perhaps. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. It's a very raw area of the conversation. I like the rawness. Mm -hmm. Um, And something that I've been really kind of sitting with about this is it's something like when I hear us talk, because I listen to every episode back because I love this podcast, I listen to it. That's I don't care true. if I'm a part of it, I listen to it. <laughs> what I notice is when we get to those sensitive topics that we don't get end up as specific in this particular area, not like embodiment.
2: Mm. It,
1: it does, like I can tell the well is just so much deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, And I like already in thinking about season three, I'm like, I would like to push myself To have more direct words about this topic. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Naming that's like, not just naming, it's just like land acknowledgement. I don't just want to name that I'm on the occupied territory of the Kiwa speaking people here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I want to pay rent. Yeah. Right. I don't just want to talk. And I don't mean that it has to turn into a tangible financial action as the first thing or anything like that, but like sitting with, I don't have these identities. I don't know what that experience is like. Makes me want to explore those more with people who have those identities and experiences. I think that's what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to say. Is it's Mm -hmm. just like, and we've been very intentional and are continuing to be intentional. Let's talk with people who have those lived experiences, not just people who have the experience of working with people with those lived experiences. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Right? We're we're like, we're we're starting to poke in, I don't know, poke is not the right word. We're starting to just flow in that direction. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's actually give me a little bit of chills. I feel proud of us that that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know we can do more. Yes. Uh, I know we can go deeper. Like we, you and I were just talking earlier about talking about disability and accessibility and the rest of us has actually been changing one specific part of how I even talk about accessibility is that I will clarify, and I'm going to tell you what I mean about accessibility. I mean, grabbable. Can you grab it? Not just yeah. is it there for you to access. That's mm-hmm. not accessibility, right? Like it's mm-hmm. actually like, can I grab it? Is it available to me? Do I have to ask for it? Is it hidden behind the counter? Yeah. Um, just thinking of like Ooh. restaurant things, but also, mm-hmm. or we can lift your wheelchair into the restaurant. I'm like, that's not accessibility. You're right, right. right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Letting people be accommodated and be full human beings is a deeper thing. And so the rest of us is so expansive. I feel like we've just barely stepped into that area, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that humbling. I'm going to use that word again. It just sits like, it's like, um, so I know I'm a good listener and we've talked about this before, and I've really <laughs> been sitting in that over the last year. And also I want to listen deeper and differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to look for themes, patterns, systems, not problems. Mm. And I don't mean like, let's not identify the problem. I mean, I'm pretty good at just sitting there like kind of like logically and academically describing a problem, but I want to go deeper than that. And that deeper for me would be like, what are the themes here? Where else is it showing up? I want to notice them more. So that means I want to talk about them more because that's how I notice more (laughs) as I've talked about it more.
0: So that's mm-hmm. kind of sitting
1: for me. Great question. Um, I'm gonna say that every time this episode probably. <laughs> so great question. Jen loves um, her so, script. <laughs> I love I love my own script. I get yeah. so excited when I write uh, them. <laughs> um we need scripts so that we have some we know what we're going to talk about we need them need them and I love them they're a great tool yeah, speaking of accessibility that's how I make this accessible for myself Absolutely. um so I have the same question for you how's the second half of the podcast the theme speaking of themes not problems how is the second theme the rest of us sitting for you uh perhaps in a different way than it had before <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's funny because I, when I wrote my answer to this question on the script, I said, it's a lot the same. And as I'm listening to you, I'm like, it's it's really hasn't mm. been the season for me. Mm. So I, one thing that has been kind of living in my brain on a regular basis is the idea that um, we got from Dr. Joy Cox, like you said, that fat is inherently intersectional um, has been really sitting with me. Mm. Um, I've been thinking about, you know, when we came up with this podcast, when I came up with the title, it was very much a, the rest of us felt like acknowledging. And now I'm in this place where the rest of us feels like accepting for me. I hate the word tolerant because I don't think we should have to tolerate anything. I just want us to, this is what it is. So for me, it's more accepting and kind of the grief that's come along with that. I very much has felt like the rest of us in different ways, my whole life. What has been coming up and I'll talk more about Michelle Phillips again, of course, but um, the idea of the grief of of acceptance of being the rest of us. So I've been really struggling. And I think I've mentioned in a few episodes that I, I had a a lot of personal internalized phobia and healthism this year that I've just had to come to terms with. Um, and to me, that's the grief of accepting, being a part of that, um, the rest of us. And also mm. being, as you were talking about, experiencing that tension, like it's very easy for me to be present talking about embodiment and I want to really work on my comfort. It doesn't even have to be comfortable. It won't be comfortable. My willingness to be uncomfortable when talking about the rest of us and how my privilege lives within that marginalization. Um, they're, I'm quite privileged in different ways and I don't want to only say, but then I, I, I'm marginalized this way. Like I need to acknowledge the privilege even within that marginalization for myself. So I think that like you said, I want more focus on accessibility. I, um, in terms of talking about the rest of us, I still, I don't actually know where my answer was going as I started talking. It's very sensitive, like you said. Um, I feel very much like the rest of us, but I also need to be willing to, need to be willing to be called in, called out on how my privileges live within that as well.
1: mm This is so interesting because I could feel, and you'll have to tell me how this feels for you. This is like what I think is an observation, how the rest of us made me tense up talking about how I know we're not going deep and specific in some situations. And then even trying to do that, I was like, I don't know if I can do it right now inside my head. And I don't know if I felt that from you or not, but it felt oh, just yeah. at least <laughs> a little bit of mirroring. Okay, I wanted to name. Yeah, I wanted to name something, which I like made a kind of a flippant moment about. We ended up not publishing an episode last season.
2: Yeah,
1: and I'm just gonna. I want to say something. Sitting in this conversation, I'm really proud of us that we did that because it was an icky, was hard to find our bearings in that situation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And when there's a conversation that doesn't sit with how this should be inclusive of the most marginalized among us, it doesn't belong here. Yeah. I'm not sure how to, I'm not sure how to say that. Um, not that I'm the decider of what belongs, but if this podcast is becoming so clarifying in the rest of us direction,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that to sit in a conversation that is not about that doesn't fit here. I
0: agree.
1: I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I don't have words. I didn't plan to even say that. But like (laughs) I thought that was really important. Mm
2: -hmm. That
1: like there's things that happen behind the scenes in every situation. That's why the rest of us is very complex, um, where choices are made about what is okay to share. Um, like, you know, trigger warnings and content warning are one thing, but to share something that feels problematic was a no for us. Yeah. Um, and I think that I, we had that perspective because of the conversations we're having. And so I think that's why I'm bringing it up now that this section of things, this theme of things has us thinking about things like that differently. Mm -hmm. So I wonder Mm -hmm. how that feels for you, for me to bring up a name. I already flippantly was like, we, you know, sometimes, you know, things come out of people's mouths that surprise them. And also that doesn't mean that that should be published. Like it's a moment it happened. Um, I'm acknowledging it now. Because I want to hold us to that kind of standard, like I, yeah. I this kind of conversation makes me go. That was a I like that we did that. But the shift in my being, do, making that decision, is still here with me now in this conversation, and I wanted to note that. I think that's why it kind of came uh, up. I wonder how it feels ooh. for you. And again, I didn't plan this, so it's okay. Yeah. If you to think about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's I that's agree. that's yeah. what's sitting for me in that. And I, I really, kind of heard it yeah. in what you were saying too. I was like, oh, yeah, I can hear yeah. us. I can hear us doing it. Yeah. I'm really proud of us
0: uh, for the way that we we didn't just like, oh, we're not doing it. And not have. I feel like we had really intentional conversations about this and how it sat with us and how it would feel to publish it, uh, publish this interview. It's funny, as you were saying it, I was like, I wonder if we would have published it, if one of us had said something like that. So I guess that's kind of sitting with me right now. Like it felt Ooh. very easy for me to kind of call out what that was in that conversation. Mm. Uh, I wonder how it would sit if we had said, or me or you had said mm. something like that, but I, I, I hope that that means that we are intentional about mm. what we're publishing and in, in either case, I don't actually know where I was going again. Cause we didn't, yeah write this question down so I'm like mm-hmm. I don't know I might say something different two hours from now mm. um I, I I we are not the gatekeepers but we are allowed to gatekeep our own yeah podcast and we have decided not gatekeep but we are allowed to I don't feel comfortable publishing this because it's just giving a platform to something that was very problematic um so I w- I, I hope that we can continue to Keep having those conversations about anybody that comes on, including ourselves. And just mm. do we feel comfortable in what we're saying or what we're putting out in the world? I don't actually know if that answered the question. I just kind of babbled. You did. For you a did uh, for yeah. sure.
1: I also just babbled for a bit because I am <laughs> uncomfortable as I'm saying it, but I wanted to try anyway. So I appreciate yeah. you like coming mm-hmm. into that space with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot remember where I read this. This has not come from my own brain, but something that you just said reminded me of this. Um we are not gatekeepers, but we can be a gateway. I, we're trying to be Ooh, intentional okay, gateways okay. to this conversation. Yeah. And the one that we didn't publish sat in a space of feeling like the tropes that might exist in creating a gateway. I'm sorry, gate, gate kept. Sorry, oh, I, I said like, the wrong thing. Okay. You're like, no, that you're like, sense. no, okay. sorry. Let me rephrase <laughs> what I said. Uh, I, just, I think I just got flustered. So I said the wrong one. Mm-hmm. So, gate keeping information or only seeing a certain group of people for a particular kind of surface level mm-hmm. uh, contribution to society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that I'm not being specific here, but I'm just and we're trying not to
0: be. So I get yeah. that. Yeah. That, that's yeah. That. yeah. Like,
1: so I'm trying to navigate that, but sitting in a place of like, people only have a certain kind of value to us did not feel like it's a gateway conversation to embodiment in mm-hmm. the rest of us. It felt mm-hmm. like, like a gate just came slamming down right? in the moment, in real time moment, in our responses, everything that happened and everything afterwards I don't want to be involved in gatekeeping conversations. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Mm-hmm. This We're mm-hmm. trying to have it. Like if I was, I, again, I can't remember where this is from. I found it on social media somewhere. I'm I sure. love it. Yeah. Um, but I love this idea of a gateway where things flow in a particular direction, right? Gateway is enter here, right? Things are flowing in a particular direction. I want to be inviting mm-hmm. of conversations that feel safe, brave, generative, whatever they are. Not ones where it's like, and the counterpoint in this conversation is one that was rather, I mean, it was pretty problematic. So sitting in that problematic space, it's not something like maybe next time, mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I do next time. I was about to like, say what I was going to do, but I don't know. Oh, I would want to think right. about it. Um, but I would want to like directionality is so, so, so important to me. Gateway says, mm-hmm. come here. You're welcome, but let yeah. me show you how you're welcome. Let me demonstrate it. I didn't want to have an episode out there that demonstrated the, op- the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I was to mm-hmm. choose words in this moment right now, which I'm still not sure about, but I wanted to, I don't know. It just felt like it should be brought up. So I did. And now I love that we got to gateway cause it's expressing yes. directionality. Um, and where we're trying to go forward to or progress mm-hmm. to, or continue through or whatever the language would be. Um, I didn't want to go back and visit and stay in the place in that episode. And I don't want to do it again in the future either.
0: hmm yeah, I feel like this year, uh 2022 has been so there's been a lot that's happened kind of in the um body liberation community and not going to get into it again because everyone who listens to this probably <laughs> knows what's going on and also in a training program that you and I have went through um for ample and rooted. I feel like and then this episode, I feel or the, that episode, I feel like it's been Part of this for the rest of us um, process for me, I won't speak for you, has been all of this kind of culminating into what am I, I don't know where I was going, what am I hoping to become a gateway for?
2: Hmm.
0: How can I make sure I'm not gatekeeping? And also, is not acknowledging a part of whatever's happening, giving them a platform in a way that they don't deserve it. Cause you and I had talked about, should we just cut this part out? Yeah. And, I, and I was pretty clear, like, no, I don't want to do that. That's not fair. Um, because I'd rather not have anything than everything just comes out smelling like roses. So
1: yeah,
0: it, it feels the same way for, you know, the author of Health at Every Size. And uh, um, do, are we comfortable? I don't even know where I'm going with this. I know it, but I can't get there. Are we comfortable with, well, you can take what you need and leave the rest. I guess that's where I'm coming from. Like, where is it comfortable? Where is it safe? Where is it mm. practical to take what you need and leave the rest or just like leave all of it? I guess is mm. what has been coming up for the rest of us right now in terms of acknowledging, in terms of discussing, in terms of holding space for right now, if that makes sense.
1: It does. Mm.
0: I don't have an answer. And also, cause I just, came up with this while we're sitting here. So I didn't
1: No, that really that no. what you just said really gives me pause because reminding mm-hmm. me of the conversations we had. Um, and you're like, we're leaving it if it's staying. And I'm like, I don't want you to have to edit that. Right. So mm-hmm. part of what Siobhan does here, she has to listen to the audio and I didn't mm-hmm. want you to have to do it again. I didn't mm-hmm. like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and you know, in the whole process, something that again, I won't speak for you, just like you didn't speak for me, but sitting you sitting,
0: can
1: sitting, I know, I know. I always think, Oh, you can't you speak know, for each I, other all the time. Yeah, like- <laughs> you know me. I know you can't. Um but <laughs> I mean, truly, you can always speak for me. Sitting <laughs> sitting in that space of what like now, as I'm sitting in here now, once we open the door, like it's like kind of like the argument about free speech. We should all be able to say whatever we want, wherever we want. So by that logic, people who have super problematic platforms should have equal time to like, if we were to like, take it all the way, right. Mm -hmm. To people who are like, let's change everything. This sucks for us. Let's do something different. We have to have the same amount of time, um, for people who are like, I would like you all to die. I'm a eugenicist. Come on board this, this little journey I'm going on. Let's be horrible together. Like, Mm -hmm. why would we give equal time for those things? Mm, we would not mm-hmm. give equal time for those things. This is our corner of the internet and the podcast yeah, space. Yeah. We don't have to do that. It can exist out there in the world and it doesn't have to be here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm realizing now that like, I have a really similar set of sensations in my body that throughout this podcast, actually I have learned is me feeling really protective of someone or something. Yeah. So right now I'm like, I'm protective of this podcast. Mm -hmm. We're saying this podcast is explicit. Yay, we can say whatever we want. And also we cannot say things that are directly harmful about other people or who or that represents something super harmful without us holding that person or that what happened accountable. And accountability does not mean 100% transparency. Like we heard it. So you have to or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Like mm-hmm. it can just be tucked away and put away. And actually, I'm mm-hmm. really glad that I brought this up. <laughs> Yay, me! I'm really glad <laughs> that I brought this up because I'm feeling a sense of closure about this that I actually was not yes. feeling before. Yes, It's very interesting to me, mm-hmm. like- like being transparent about what happened versus transparent of, we heard these words. So you have to also hear these words.
0: Agreed, you know, agreed. Super
1: authentic to me.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm. the rest
1: of us sitting authentically for us, right? Even if we're the ones making the mistake, which I'm very clear that we did not make any mistakes. Here in this moment, I'm like, we didn't make any mistakes. Um, like about this, I've made lots of mistakes, no. just not oh, about that.
0: So many, <laughs> yeah. just today.
1: That's, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's just <laughs> the one area I haven't made mistakes. I was like, I've never made right. I love that. Oh, that was a great release of tension. I'm feeling closure yeah. here. Me too. Because we stuck to like, it's like the values of the podcast, the values of us as yes. people, mm-hmm. um, uh, not being all or nothing about it in any way. Like it sounds like nothing to not publish the episode, but it's something because of what we did in that process and who we were yeah. in that process. And mm-hmm. now that we're in this conversation, I'm like, this is really sitting for me as a something thing, the yeah. content, the yeah. context we're mm-hmm. getting braver and saying more specific things as we're going along. I love everything about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I regret nothing. Same. That's close. I'm like, Hmm. That's I pleasure. don't want to do things I'll regret. I would have regretted publishing it. I would have had a Agreed. lot of strong feelings. We may have had to pull it. Yeah, uh, We may have had to acknowledge this in a totally different way. Like we were just both like, no, thanks. No, thanks.
0: <laughs> Agreed. Um, Agreed. which
1: is why we're doing this podcast together. Cause it's a super easy conversation because yeah. this is where we just get this on the same level together. Like, it's just natural. It's why you can speak for me <laughs> because yeah. I, just, I, know, I know you get it. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if this is going to make any sense to anyone listening. It makes sense to us. And hello, it's everyone. everyone. We're, we're, getting, here. we're getting some amazing closure out of this. Yeah. Um, and it also is something that we're publishing something that is not a match. Yeah. I think is an invitation to have some sort of like infighting inside of certain spaces, like a health at every size space or a fat positive space or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't like that kind of stuff. It doesn't really mm. get us anywhere that I'd like to go, mm-hmm. but we've gotten ourselves somewhere I really wanted to go. Like right now in this moment, mm. I can feel it. And speaking of being embodied, I can feel in my body that we got ourselves somewhere we wanted to go with that.
0: Ooh. I love how that. I
1: feel. Yes. How do you feel? Yes.
0: I feel the same way. Absolutely. Mm. I'm in a really good space right now.
1: Yeah. Oh shit. This is very interesting. And I truly didn't plan that. But when I did that little bit thing earlier, I was like, I'm going to have to bring that up. So <laughs> I'm glad I, I didn't plan that, um, yeah. but we don't have to just talk about positive things here. We can talk about real things yeah. here. Right. So I, that that's how it feels mm-hmm. like, let's talk about the positive things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the next question, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm never going to forget that. And other things that shown up that showed up what was a moment this season Siobhan that you will never forget
0: Ooh, so many um and I don't know if this answer came up first because I'm editing the episode that comes out next is (laughs) Jen McClellan um so our captioning so I'm like right in the heat of in the in the thick of it right now but definitely meeting I, I get so excited about everyone that we schedule because I'm just we talk about fangirling all the time I'm just like constantly fangirling about someone or something. So we're um, so lucky. Meeting, we're so, so lucky. lucky, yeah. so meeting Jen mcclellan um was huge Ugh. for me because oh, I'm like crying captioning this thing because it just it, it meant so much because, as i as you'll hear in the episode that comes up next week, um, I wouldn't say that she made it possible for me, but she definitely made fat pregnancy and fat childbirth um much more positive for me. so, mm-hmm. um, I ended up getting pregnant in, I don't know, 18, 2018 and was fat and, you know, kind of scoured the internet looking for support and found her and it was huge. And I feel like I'm not one of those people who loves being pregnant, but she helped make it much more positive for me. It's just not my, not my jam. I love my kids, Mm -hmm. don't like being pregnant. And um, it it meant even more when I looked at one post she put up and I was like, Oh, I have that dress wait, is she at the New Mexico state fair that looks like New Mexico? Oh my God. (laughs) And then I ran into her eating sushi three weeks ago. I mean, it was just, I was so excited. I heard her voice and I turned around before I even turned around. I was like, I know her. (laughs) I know that voice. And then I was just, she's just, Oh, she's so radiant. It was just lovely. She's just as wonderful as she looked on the internet. But anyway, that was huge for me to meet Mm -hmm. someone who Uh, becoming a mother has been such a huge part of obviously it was just a big part of my life, a big part of my life journey. And she Mm. didn't even know how big of a part of it she was for me because it was a very uncomfortable space to be when I first found out I was pregnant uh, Mm. with my first kid, for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, I love that. And Jen is amazing. We love you, Jen. And we'll have lunch with you soon. (laughs) I know I never emailed back. (laughs) It's okay. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it. Um, I'm getting my new bivalent booster tomorrow. So we will have a whole new world. Well, I'm going to hold all of my whole new world comments for when I actually read what it gets us. Um, It's just another layer of protection. I'm extremely excited and grateful for as an Mm -hmm. immunocompromised person. I'm excited. Um, And I miss having lunch in restaurants. I'm not afraid to say that because this is an ongoing pandemic and it's complicated. So (laughs) um, that I'm not afraid to talk directly and no minced words about. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. This... I'm going to answer this question too, um, because that's I what we ask do you, Oh, shoot. I thought was on the script.
0: What about you, Jen? I'm not even reading my own, reading your script that I <laughs> love, love so much. Sorry, go ahead. I, I was just normal. so wrapped up in Jen McClellan yeah. that I oh. like, stopped thinking for oh, a second. Oh, love you so much,
1: Jen. Okay. So, so, uh, I love so many I, other people. Uh, yeah, Sorry. <laughs> uh, It's really hard to pick a favorite moment. At first, I considered picking a favorite moment for each and every episode. And also... <laughs> When yep. we introduced this season, which was after we recorded almost all of the episodes already, mm-hmm. um, I would just pick two. I would pick two things. So one is having uh, our friend and guest Chelsea Levy on the call, just on a, having a conversation and realizing that this conversation was so good oh, and yeah. not about the script and just like really authentic deep dive sharing mm-hmm. that we needed to have her back as soon as possible um Just
0: so great yeah. you sit
1: in that moment together I mean Siobhan and I will always sit and be like we need to have the back like we're always going to be like that and this was like <laughs> such an authentic like we need to do a two-part thing so that's what we mm-hmm.
2: did
1: um mm-hmm. and I loved that I loved both conversations mm-hmm. um the first conversation was like two hours of non-stop nuance and that's <laughs> yeah. a rare special amazing place to hold mm-hmm. with other people and to get to hold it the three of us was incredible Mm-hmm. so i'm just like thinking of how that space felt and being like that's a favorite moment for me like how it's really felt to be in that space mm-hmm. and um michelle phillips uh anything <gasps> <with> michelle phillips <sighs> is gonna be my favorite thing yeah. they are a human being who can be direct and nuanced and illustrative and narrative and uh, experiential, I mean, I want to come up with lots of words, but like, let's all have a body and human experience today in the space that Michelle created while we were all talking. Mm-hmm. And the thing that sticks out in this space, and I think you're going to talk about probably some of this conversation again, but like yeah. sitting in this space, we oh. already looked at each other's answers in the script. So, <laughs> <just kidding>. so <laughs> now you know what helps us everyone. So sitting, sitting in sitting in a space of what is grief which is not what i expected us to talk about we i knew we'd be talking about liberation they're the liberation specialist coach oh no now i can't remember the third word
0: strategist
1: thank you the liberation right? strategist great yeah. right? so. Okay. so i knew we were going to talk about liberation <laughs> we want to talk about liberation fat liberation body liberation liberation of people mm-hmm. um and sitting in that conversation and really getting through the beautiful examples and all these amazing, illustrated, narrated things that sitting in liberation requires that we sit in grief
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that they both come in waves. Mm. They're things to like experience the up and downs of they're things to get to know. Um, I again I'm going to keep using saying, I don't want to use the word tolerate because one of the hardest words for me to get rid of, because no mm-hmm. one should have to tolerate anything. That's not what any of Absolutely. this is about. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, or have d-
0: to be tolerated. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Sorry, Dan mm-hmm. Siegel and the window of tolerance, but no, thank you. I will always oh, come yeah. with another word for that. Right. Window of regulation is what I say. Cause it's not, I don't want people to tolerate things at least not because I chose it anyway. Sorry. Side rant. Um, sitting in grief and liberation it's about experiencing the whole experience. The body requests that. I'm trying to think of exactly what they said. Michelle said, Embody, like grief is about the body, and the body is where we experience it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's always about embodiment. It's always about the body. It's always about body liberation. That's where this stuff lives. And to, you know, the non-dualism, right? Body is mind, mind is body. We're all one person. And also our ability to notice that and like sit in a conversation together, like being our conscious brains noticing, that's absolutely right. All emotional states, mood states live in our body. All experiences live in our body. So to be liberated, we're gonna have to get some experience. And that's of the highs and the lows and all the stuff in between. Like right now, as I'm saying, I'm like, this is very obvious, but that was not obvious to me before that conversation. Nope. (laughs) So the whole conversation, every single moment of that conversation, um, blew my mind the whole time. Uh, so that's that, I would say that conversation, like if I was to pick a moment, that conversation was my favorite moment. I I love Mm. everything pretty equally of what we do. It's amazing. I love it all. This is a standout thing. I feel so lucky that we got to have that conversation Mm -hmm. uh, and experience that experience. The experiencing is kind of like a multi-layered experience, but I, I just, or, and I just, I live for that. Yeah. I I can't stop thinking about it. I think about that conversation constantly.
0: Same.
1: Love you, Michelle. Constantly. Love you, Michelle.
0: (laughs) We need to have you back. I
1: just,
0: we we never said it, but we really should. Yes.
1: Because we want everyone back and we'll everyone. I'm they, like, they, new people and everyone. <laughs> they will be back. I just want to correct myself. I used oh. the wrong pronoun. They will okay. be back. Mm-hmm.
0: What is your biggest mm. takeaway from this season, Ben? It's kind of the same question, Ooh, but also not, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> mm. I'm just reading what I wrote here because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. One of the natural ways that I speak, my brain works really fast and I speak really quickly in all or nothing discrete kind of terms that's tends mm-hmm. to be how I naturally start talking about something um I noticed myself doing it less this season than last season
2: there you
1: go <laughs> um and so just. Listening to myself on a podcast, like getting to listen to other people, getting to explore who I am in public, is a very interesting thing. Um, and sitting with how things are not static at all—that's like basically what I got this whole season. Like nothing is static. <laughs> it's weird Pretty that much, we think yeah. about things as static. Mm-hmm. Um, so t- every statistic can be manipulated, kind of stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. everything is fluid. Um, and that makes me want to be more vulnerable, less discreet, um, and the rewords really show up. Mm. I want to be constantly recalibrating. And I don't mean giving myself the task of exhausting myself with hypervigilance and hyperawareness, right. With neuroception that I'm like constantly looking and seeing what can change. Mm. I mean, if something doesn't feel right, I can recalibrate. If something isn't working for me, I can recalibrate. If Mm -hmm. everyone is doing something, but that's not my jam, I'm not going to do it. I can recalibrate. Mm -hmm. And I always have that opportunity. Um, And I feel really free in these conversations, especially you and I are so free in these conversations this Mm -hmm. season. Um, We're so we're getting more comfortable. We're playing around more. I love that. So there's Mm -hmm. like a fluidity and a flexibility and like free flowing things. And it has real intention and purpose. And I like feel that like deep within my being that it doesn't have to be static. Like even the purpose of it all, even the intention of it all, we can shift. Mm. Like, I love listening to us shift because we want Mm -hmm. to, because Mm -hmm. it feels important because we're invited to, because we created a podcast. That's a huge invitation for this, right?
0: Yeah, A (laughs) a, a,
1: a clear invitation for this. Mm -hmm. Um, That's my takeaway.
0: Like,
1: look at us grow. Look at us go. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's it. That's, that's my <laughs> takeaway. <laughs> yes. How about uh, for you, Ms. Siobhan?
0: So I have another answer for the last question because I don't want to use it as my takeaway. So um, I'm mm. thinking another favorite moment as you're speaking of looking, let look at us grow. I I love all of our episodes for different reasons, but you're talking about Chelsea. Um, mm. Chelsea has a great way of creating this space for- oh being so uncomfortable I want to that I feel Ooh. sick <laughs> in a good way um and I feel like that was a good moment a, a biggest moment for me in terms of our relationship you and Nijan and that mm. she helped create the space for us to have a really vulnerable conversation about how we invite each other in on our podcast and i I mean, I'm obsessed with you. Everybody knows that. Um, But like, I felt so much closer to you after that. And like, we were even more honest after that. So that was huge for me. So thanks, Chelsea. It broke something open,
1: didn't it? It did.
0: It did. And so thanks, Chelsea, for being our little tethered purple balloon, because purple is her color, even though it should be
1: blue. Uh I thought you said purple balloon, and I was like, I want a purple balloon.
0: Yeah, hard she was our tethered purple balloon. Um, yes, that's not, I should yes. have that for your birthday. Happy belated, by the way. Thank you. And um, sorry, and I'm getting distracted, so I'm back. But um, I think that was the biggest thing for me. This mm-hmm. it was a huge moment of my life this year. Honestly, is kind of being able. I, I'm not always comfortable with being that open about what feels uncomfortable for me. So that was really helpful for me in terms of our relationship, in terms of other relationships. So that was huge. Back to the question at hand. So I just had to say that.
1: Can Um, I say one thing? Yes. Can I say one thing? (laughs) I noticed, sorry to interrupt and jump over you with enthusiasm, as last season's guest, Nicola would say, Nikki, um, sitting with... Not being on eggshells together was huge for me. Yes. Yes. Great. It was it wasn't very much eggshell left, (laughs) just a little bit. There's no eggshell. And to have it gone, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: amazing. Um, I don't want to be on eggshells in these conversations because that means I can't go and grow. I can't. I'll be like held back, I'll be holding myself back in some way. Yeah. Like being careful is one thing, like being fearful is Mm -hmm. another. And like, even kind of separating from those words, just being intentional and it's okay to ask each other in real time. Like, what do you think? Is that okay? Would you like to, I'm Mm going to create space for that. You don't have to take Mm -hmm. the space. Like that kind of stuff, like just allowing there to be informed consent with each other, ongoing consent, enthusiastic Mm -hmm. consent was, like opening of everything, huge, yeah. shattering of eggshells, just dust yeah. now. Right. It's not and there I didn't even anymore. Realize there were eggshells until
0: then, but like, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. Actually but like the freedom of them being like, I'm not going to take that space was huge, huge for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
1: <laughs> Saying no to, is valid while being recorded and observed. Okay. Yes. And also complete go. sentence. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> like right. I said,
0: I love, I have so many takeaways. I love so many episodes. I, Oh, so many. Um, But again, Michelle Phillips, I, I don't want to say I, I, it's just being honest. That's my favorite episode we've ever done. And I, I think that they've all been so magical in different ways. Like Jen Radke made me buy all the books and read all the books and Chelsea and everybody. I, I mean, I could go through the whole list of how people have changed me in some way. But yeah. Michelle Phillips, I will say, has been my favorite episode to date because it was one I didn't see coming. Um, I didn't like it at all. And <laughs> oh,
1: that's so funny. So, I was
0: so like I need to get off of this call so I can go cry and go eat and go do anything else. Um, go finally eat lunch or whatever. But um, it opened me up in ways I did not see coming. And grief is has been a really uncomfortable thing for me, but just acknowledging that grief, accepting that grief um has been huge. And that episode did that for me and like the idea of, and it's because people don't use that word grief very much, but like heartbreak. Oh, Oh, just saying it right now. just makes my stomach. Just, oh, so listening, like how we all need rest. And in that rest, being able to say, what does my broken heart need has been huge. That has been a huge part of my embodiment journey this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and just oh, giving myself that space, hearing how I need to give myself that space, hearing how to give myself that space And again, I love all of our podcast, uh, interviews, but like, I could just listen to them talk forever and ever, but I also want them to stop so I can go journal for five hours. So like, I just like (laughs) everything they said, I was like, Oh, Oh yes. Oh, Oh Mm. this. Oh yeah. Here I go. Here I go. Um, it was just huge. It was just so big to learn about Mm. how grief comes in waves, how liberation comes in waves and, Mm letting myself acknowledge grief. I didn't even know I had, that was huge for me. Like life altering. I think about that episode. I think about Michelle all the time. I really do. Yeah.
1: Ooh. (laughs) And you know that I suddenly got really excited about next season and having our ample and rooted host Nethery on because they really showed us that all of this embodiment work, talking about food and body relationships, being Mm -hmm. a person is grief. It's grief work. Um, so I'm just like, pulling that tether between those two. I can't wait for that other conversation. Um, I love that. I love, I love your willingness to take things on for yourself and be really, really honest with yourself. That is not an easy thing. <laughs> it <sucks>. It's not, <laughs> it's su- <laughs> oh, it yeah. sucks. So uh, much. um, that kind of really, really deep hard work. That's what she said. Um, sorry. <laughs> ah, uh, that's how I am outside the podcast. Okay, um, sitting, yeah. s- sitting in places like exploring places within ourselves that we have not explored before is some of the mm-hmm. hardest work that there is. Mm-hmm. Realizing it is one thing. Journalizing, journalizing, journalizing. <laughs>
0: very important journalizing
1: <laughs> journalizing about uh, it is another and yeah. incorporating it into our very being as you are doing and describing is mm-hmm. like something that always makes me in awe of just all people that that's something we can do
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to
1: be like wow yeah. I haven't touched any of those places um and sometimes that means I don't want to do that right now I'll do that later My um, point sometimes, is, that, I, yeah. <laughs> sometimes our body <laughs> yeah sometimes our body gives us no choice
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, we're going to deal like now that we've, um, brought this up to the surface, here we go. Right. We don't, may not have quote unquote choice, right. We can, we can't have Mm -hmm. choice, but like the body Mm -hmm. is like, listen, I said, now, um, I love that about you. I Mm learned that I learn about that from you all the time. I was hearing that from you too.
0: I really do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're like, Ooh, I'm going to take that on. Like that's, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. It makes me, it makes me or us sound like overthinkers. And this is all we. why well, I, I am. An I overthinker. mean, I am. <laughs> but I mean that I'm always escalating my overthinking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That I'm like never mm-hmm. going to stop. But actually, mm-hmm. even though it stays hard, that doesn't get easier. That's what she said. All, yeah, <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Okay. 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 I'm bringing it back. We got, I'm we back. got
1: two. We got two of <laughs> them. Okay. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. We, we love the office. If you don't know, I know there's many okay. parts of that yeah. show that are problematic and we love it. And I'm just going to say it. So, yep. <laughs> um, and also that's something my parents do now. Like this is, this is like our, this is what we do. We say, that's what she said about everything. Um, mm-hmm. there is, there's something Can't think of which word to use. There's like so many running through my head. There is something deeply calming about exploring with a constant invitation. And that's what we're doing. I can hear, I could hear that in what you said. I think. Um Mm -hmm. and you were talking about broken heart. That's how Michelle phrased grief, like it's in the body. Mm the phrase is in the body. Like it's so clearly mm-hmm. in the body. Um, and the body, like grief does grief comes in waves because mm-hmm. the body is what's doing that. We don't have a conscious wave center. <laughs> I'm going to go up and down. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> like we don't do that. Right. Um, the body gets to have a say.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so like, what if the body has a say that makes me very sweaty because it's mm-hmm. it's never going to be easy, but what if the body has a say,
2: mm-hmm. it always
1: has been, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes things easier to be connected yeah. with that. It just also makes things really clear. Sometimes I don't want to know what's hard and what I have to grieve, um, what I want Agreed. to grieve. Sometimes I don't want to know that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And also it's still important work. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love that answer. I love just remembering that episode. I'm even I like know. doing like a I need to go listen essay.
0: to it again. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> so good.
1: Yeah. I love that. I love what stuck with you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay. So we've been looking at back at season two, which we are wrapping up now. And I've already alluded to season three. We're going to have a season three. So of course, you're (laughs) not getting rid of us, dear listeners. Um, (laughs) we like this too much. Uh, even if we're the only one listening, I would still do it. Um, I love it. Uh, what do you, Siobhan, look forward to from our upcoming season three as we continue to grow and go and learn and unlearn?
0: Oh, yeah. So I am excited about so many things. The new people and people mm-hmm. that we're having returning. Um, people who are new, we're gonna have more of the conversations, a lot like we've had in the last two seasons. People who are returning, we're getting deep, and I'm excited about that. It might be Hmm. Digging into their specific work, something they said very specifically in one episode for 10 seconds that we want to talk about now. Yeah. For a, we're like, we need so, a whole episode. Let's do this. So I, I, again, fangirl of so many things. I'm so excited about the people that we have coming up Um and just getting to know them. They're people who have admired and whose work I have learned so much from. So I'm really excited about that.
1: What about you. Oh my gosh. I know. Um, I was just like getting a little more red and I was just getting a little more sweaty. Um it was so nerve-wracking to ask the people we asked this season and to be or next season and to be at to be met with equal enthusiasm was mind-blowing. And mm-hmm. uh just so everyone knows listening, we don't think not highly of ourselves, it's just wild to ask people to come and have a conversation with you that has a lot of meaning to you. And they're like, I'm so honored. It's like, are you sure? Yeah. It's just like, (laughs) it, it it tickles the brain. It does It tickles Mm -hmm. the brain. Right. My brain is like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. That people Uh, want to have this conversation with us. That means so much to us is the thing that I'm really looking forward to. Um, And, um, something that I was thinking about because we're doing deep dives, which is like have people come back with us. Like, remember this, like you just said, remember that thing that you said, let's talk about that more. Also, I love that in previous interviews, including in the first season, like Tiana is like, you know, we could do a podcast on, we should talk about this with children. And I'm like, we should talk about this about children. Like, just like so amazing. The things that come from this conversation and having something like that said once and getting to come back to it.
0: Hmm. Super
1: cool. Super amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And talk like talking about things more specifically, something we've been talking about already in this wrap up. Like, what if we're talking about something more specifically? That is a deeper dive. What's harder? Mm. What's impactful there? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, The way I've been kind of thinking about this is like, these are the edges of the conversation. And that's also the edge of my comfort because that's why it's been the edge of the conversation. So I'm really looking forward to. Again, I don't have another word besides tolerate. I'm just looking forward to exploring being uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. staying present as best Mm -hmm. I can. Um, I'm looking forward to um, having conversations like the one I just mentioned with Tiana and also Alicia McCullough, who will also (gasps) be back, um, talking about like not just the, I don't know, frilly lacy edges. Like I'm trying to think about the edges. I mean, spiky edges. I mean, a ripped Mm -hmm. piece of paper edge, right. Where nothing is perfectly designed. It's just Mm -hmm. torn. Like, what if we talk about the tear? What if we talk about near that space? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really, really excited. Um, I'm excited to fangirl a lot. (laughs)
2: Um,
1: I also am excited to sit in this What we were just talking about earlier, like sitting in an ongoing permissive space, an ongoing consent based space um, uh, and talking about things that we have really wanted to acknowledge. And it just hasn't made its way here. And we're being intentional about that. We were Mm -hmm. talking earlier before we recorded this, like. I want to talk about accessibility and how we want to make it grabbable. Like you can Mm -hmm. actually reach out and touch the thing, Mm -hmm. like, right. Mm -hmm. Or access the thing, not just a concept like floating in the air. Accessibility. Mm -hmm. It feels like it could be (laughs) such a a fantasy land that's created, but it's non-functional. Like what about accessibility that's functional as accessibility? Mm -hmm. Like things like that. I want to talk about that stuff in conversation. Um, So it's like, even in thinking of what we've explored in the rest of us, I'm excited to explore places we have not gone yet, which I yes. hope is the thing we keep doing. Let's keep finding the area mm-hmm. that we haven't talked about, about that yet. Cause there's so much we're no, no matter if we do this till we're 80, yay, let's do it till yay. we're 80. If we do it till we're 80, there's, we're still not going to run out of things to talk about. I don't think Agreed. so.
0: Because okay. everything is changing too. And there's more yep. nuance than it's just. Mm-hmm. We'll start talking about aging, you know, by that point. No, I think we, I want to do that too. <gasps> talk Menopause. more about aging. Yes. Cause Ooh. yes, <laughs> so many things, my list of things that we can talk about is just like yours. Is just, but I'm Endless. really excited to dig into disability and accessibility um, yeah. for sure. That's been coming up for me.
1: And yeah. I'm going to name now, I'm going to hold myself accountable. I have been reading about accessibility and I have really realized the website that I have made is not accessible. I, so like in a way, like when, like when we talk about something, we say here, 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 and here, a a screen Mm. reader, it doesn't mean anything to the person who's having it read to them on a screen reader.
2: oh So it needs to
1: be clear what you're clicking on. I'm like, oh, I'd like to change that. Opening things in a new tab. If you don't Mm -hmm. tell them, they don't know why the back button isn't working because they're operating through a screen reader, like these Mm. sorts of things. I'm like, what if I make the website more grabbable? What mm-hmm. if we make, I've also learned it's not called a caption. It's called a transcript. I was wrong.
0: <laughs> I still call it captioning. It's written caption everywhere. Yeah. I'm going to change that. Cap- term. <laughs> caption
1: is for a video. Transcript is just for audio. <gasps> I thought, I okay. thought caption was like, oh, in the square parentheses, we put last. Yeah. That's yeah, a caption. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> No, it just, it is that way because in a, in a video, you're missing some video content. That's not just words. So yes, that's there in the caption. And yes, we can still put those things into transcripts, but they're not the same. Like those kinds Mm. of things. I want to start exploring that more, the back end stuff. I want it to match what we're doing more. And so I'm willing to grow in those ways. And I really, really want to grow in those ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if our colors are accessible on our website Mm -hmm. or on the logos or anything. Like, I'd love to start exploring these things um, because it feels like a concrete thing to do while unlearning like I'm looking forward to that. So that's not an in the session thing, but maybe it will kind of find its way in there in similar ways. And I'm thinking about those things, right? I do. I've also learned you're not supposed to write in this image on an alt text for an image. And I write that every time. Um, There was an accessibility conference Uh, that just happened and I just caught some highlights and everything I learned, I was like, I do the opposite. So I clearly, I have a lot to learn. Um, And I want it to be I really mean, I want this to be accessible to the rest of us, everyone that that is. And I have realized, especially in this second season, as things are more like, I've mapped it out for the whole season. I'm just following a template I've made for myself. Whereas the first season was like a free for all for me. That (laughs) it's like, I would now like to make this be more of a match. My alt texts are also too long. I didn't, I love writing everything.
0: long. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I'm going to pay more attention to that too. Okay.
1: Like, so they're really long if they're transcripts. Right. So like, yes, those are long. I don't have to make those shorter, but even in my descriptions, I don't have to make it so long. I'm like the edge of this picture is torn. Like we don't have to do that. (laughs) I talk, but also like, even (laughs) as I said that out loud, I need to think about that one because I would want to know all the shit I wrote down.
2: Mm -hmm. I, I would,
1: that's why I wrote it.
2: Mm.
1: so i have to think about that like i would look at a picture long enough to notice those details i would Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. huh i don't know if i agree with that last one but i like that i said it out loud so i can think about that um and i would love to touch back i'm going to hold myself accountable i would love to come back to this at the end of next season and Mm -hmm. see what has happened Mm -hmm. because it's a really intentional detail oriented which i love and also I don't know, kind of annoying for my brain thing to do. Like, not that it's not worth it. But my brain is like, why are we doing all these details? What is all this stuff we're mm-hmm. doing? Why do we have to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, Because it matters. And because I want to make this available and like tangible accessible.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. So
1: I want to, I, what? Well, s- <sighs> I'm just realizing right now, what we talk about in the podcast is like also how we're starting to live things more and more.
2: Mm-hmm. And I want more of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want
1: more and more and more of that. More and more um, and more. more cultivating this is an incredible thing. So those are some of the things I was just I was making some notes of at accessibility conference and I was like oh, I do none of these I have to change all them <laughs> um right I have to go back and change previous seasons and I don't even think I have alt text on our website. I don't know how I mm. missed that before um I want it to oh, be yeah. true I, I just I wanna I didn't have to think about it right I have the privilege mm-hmm. of not needing that and so I just missed that and I'd mm. like to incorporate it um mm-hmm. because also it's like, It's things to do to keep me in the content, even between recording, which is a thing I love to do. Yeah. Right, where it's like, ooh, what connects the episodes? Oh, it's me working on the website. Oh, it's me making things more accessible in whatever Mm. ways I can. Um, and this is probably going to lead to in the future, like asking, like really paying someone and saying, please look at this. What else have I missed? Because I must be missing a lot. If I just listened to these little synopses and I was like, Mm. I missed a lot. Mm. So I'm starting with what I have access to. And I'd like to make that bigger. I'd like to pay someone for the labor of letting me know what's going totally. on there instead of me just exploring whatever I have access to for free. I, I genuinely want to go in that direction, right? Paying people for their that. labor, paying people to be on our podcast. These are things that are important to us. I want to keep mm-hmm. that flowing.
0: Mm-hmm. Great answer. Great. Answer. Okay.
1: I like ranted and raved in that one, no, but I, I got really that. excited. Okay. <laughs> I
0: got no, so excited. So that reminded me that as you were saying that you're going to hold yourself accountable. I went back and looked, cause I said, I wanted to ask us this every, every end of every season, what you had said that you wanted to do was podcasting clearly and that you had a real drive to create fat positive space fat fat affirming and um bringing people in for supervision and kind of helping build this community in New Mexico so has what's happened with that since we last talked (laughs) even though I already know the answer (laughs)
1: we're about to get so sweaty. Okay. I
0: know. I know. I'm already sweaty. Well, I was already sweaty, but now I'm sweatier. So,
1: <laughs> okay. I'm going to directly name some things. Here we go. Siobhan and I want to have group practices. We do. We want to own a building. Mm-hmm. We want that. Oh, here comes a sweat. We want the <laughs> building to be accessible for all bodies. This means disability oriented. This also means that anyone and anybody can come in through the front door and sit mm-hmm. in any seat and be in a room um, like they, the, a space is created for their body and so anybody um, uh, I want to be a counterpoint to traditional dietetics internship and didactic program education. Um, by sitting in a f- intentional fat positive space, so weight inclusive is the term that's often used, and I'm involved in a weight inclusive tool kit- toolkit with Ascend. We're tr- we're going to be part of something that in 2023 there will be weight inclusive work in dietetics programs, and I'm realizing it's not enough in the process. That's I'm the things we have to navigate to get them in this pro- it, get them as part of this. I want to go. It's not liberated mm-hmm. enough. It's just not. Mm-hmm. Um, so fat liberation. Um, where, oh, where are the fat positive providers in New Mexico? I have no idea. That was just a question by one of our guests, Molly, on a listserv that we all shared together. Mm. I don't know the answer to that question. Like, how can we bring people into this state? Like group practice means bringing people here. That makes me so sweaty. I'm like Mm. creepy, creepy chills. I'm so scared of that. And it's so important. Lisa!
0: Lisa! Another person we're going to have on the podcast who... Uh, fingers crossed we'll move here and can work with us and her child can be my child's best friend
1: okay okay uh we'll hear more about friends, that yeah. when we have lisa and fawn on next season yeah. um i they're the same
0: age so i just had yeah. to say that sorry yeah. okay.
1: we have big dreams for there yes. being something here that does not exist yeah um, so I just wanted to name the sweatiest, most intimidating things that I could think of that we have talked about. Um, yeah. we mean what we're saying in this podcast and we don't want it to just be here on something released biweekly. We want there to be a space you can come to. I've been thinking about this for a very long time in lots of different forms. And I know you have too. Yeah. And, um, like, like I don't have kids. <laughs> I would like that to be my child.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I I'd like to like reflect at the yeah. end of my life and be like, look what we made. Even mm-hmm. if it's a shit show, even if it's terrible and it doesn't work, like totally. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I want to try. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to try. So that makes me so uncomfortable. And I'm like, my tongue is going to start not working properly, but I, yeah, that, how about you? Uh,
0: my heart is like <gasps> right now. Um,
1: Cause also, I looked at
0: what I wrote too. Go ahead, I'm so go. sorry.
1: Also, Molly, who was a guest this season has a building and we're going to go visit you, Molly. We're going to email you. You're going to hear from us. It's on but my to-do list. <laughs> we are, we are, Molly has already done this to create a collective yeah. of people who are supportive and identity affirming. Um, yeah. And we would like to go explore that space and see what it's like to be there because I bet it feels amazing in there. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to interrupt you. I, I just, I, I just, I was like, oh my gosh, she was <laughs>
0: I, I didn't season. feel like I was interrupted. It was awesome. It was okay. awesome. Um, <sighs> shit. So <laughs> <laughs> all of the things I said I was going to do, I probably haven't done except for podcasting. I did that. Um, so I, but I was actually really okay with that. I feel like my tarot cards and the universe mm-hmm. and spirit guides, ancestors, et cetera, et cetera, telling me mm. I needed a year of rest. I desperately needed a year of rest. I haven't always been as restful as I expected to be, but I have had that this year. So what I had talked about was, oh, I I said it was a dream. I didn't say I was going to do it. So that makes me feel better. But I said, I had a dream of opening a group private practice, a group mental health practice. I've had this dream for a while, um, and felt like I couldn't do it, you know, while I had, she has a business
1: plan just so everyone knows. (laughs) And she hasn't shown me yet, but I'm just going to name it. I live for writing business plans.
0: Um, because I am a nerd and I love it.
1: That's um, so my partner. I bet you didn't know
0: that about but
1: so did I did not. He Do you bis- cut that out. No. Oh, his oh, name. I, oh yeah. Yes. Um uh, my partner blank. <laughs> I was like, oh. Um so
0: no, I have this dream. I, you know, I was thinking about it just a few days ago. Um, because I keep getting requests for therapists and I am not doing it. And my Great friend and mentor isn't doing it anymore. She was also, she's also an incredible uh, Black therapist that I know. There's so few of us. And I would love to be a place where clinicians of color could get started, fat therapists could get started, or stay with me forever. I don't care. But, you know, um, if they decide to go out on their own, that's fine. That's a dream of mine. I'm incredibly sweaty thinking about it. I thought that it wasn't the right time to do it when I first thought about it. And it wasn't because I, I think I was pregnant with my second when I was like, nope, no, I started planning. And then of course I got pregnant because that's the how life works right now. Well, not anymore, but it was working then. And, um, I was like, well, maybe by the time I'm 40 and I'm not 40 yet. Um, it's funny. I was talking to my mom yesterday. Um, and we talk about turning 40, even though I still have, you know, I have two years. Well, a year and a half at this point, but I just feel like I'm Not ready me. for something. I'm for because Jen's 40. I'm excited. I think it's gonna be awesome. My mom's oh, like, 40 is best. awesome. She's like, 20, you're dumb. True. 30, you're still trying to like find yourself and build your life. True. I'm just like, let's just do it. Um, we were talking about how comfortable I find this year's been a big year of being comfortable in my own skin and in who I am. But um mm-hmm it feels like it's coming and that's exciting. And my kids are still teeny, tiny, tiny humans, but one's in preschool. So there's a little bit more structure there. The other one will be in preschool next year. And it's just, I just get super excited thinking about it. Um, So I'm going to, there are what? Two and a half months left of two months left of 2022 Maybe by 2023, I'll be ready. And then by the time I'm 40 in 2024, I'm like, let's fucking do this. So um
1: I take on that challenge with you. Yes.
0: So that is my dream. Um I'm like pulling up my sleeves right now because I'm yeah,
1: yeah. So I was hot. I, I'm wearing a TikTok, um, but I was tempted to do the same. Yeah.
0: But creating that community, um, buying a building with Jen sounds really exciting. We looked at buildings <laughs> online when we were talking online one day, and then I like had to go take a nap. I was so overwhelmed. <laughs> Well, first I ran around the house, like shaking my head a lot. And then um, I I had to go lay down. Um, But yeah, so that's a dream of mine. I I just, we talk about this, especially in the episode with Jim McClellan, we just gush, blush, excuse me, gush about how much we love New Mexico and how much it means to us and that we want to, it's not perfect. There's no perfect place to live, but it's important to help, to us to help, sorry, speaking for you to help make this place even better because I love it here. I really do. And for me, yeah. Okay. We love New Mexico and we want to make a difference here in New Mexico. And that is how I feel. Yes. It feels contribute. Thank you. It feels really, really important to me. Um, Now I'm like, as soon as I'm I'm like, when I get on flight, I'm like, I got to go look at right now. Um, So I'm bringing myself back down to earth. Um, So that is what I'd like to focus on. I have another podcast that has been like, uh, excuse me, I almost said something abeless, a very long hiatus. And I'm okay with that right now. Um, I think I'll find my way back. Because next year I blessedly will not be captioning. So
1: all of our, I'm
0: transcribing all of our episodes. i so will have more time for that. So I'm excited to dig into that. So Me that's what I'm going to hold myself accountable for. Moving toward opening a group practice, I think. <laughs> i just say it real quick. Looking at buildings with Jen and talking to Molly. And building kind of the bibliotherapy thing that I'm really interested in. So that's kind of where I am. Was that the question? I don't know. I got really yes. sweaty and I forgot what yes. I was talking about. Yes. Um, Yes.
1: Okay. It was Oof. what we talked about at the end of last season. We're going to start talking about the end of every season. And you okay. did. You, you answered it. Okay. Um, so,
0: and oh, <laughs> no, 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 Please go no, ahead. no. Mine's the next question. So go ahead.
1: Okay. Um, so sweaty. <laughs> and something what I love, I loved hearing what we were talking about before because what it reminded me of is how, The podcast is the gateway, just like I said earlier, but I oh God, that that made me so like nauseous. Like I was like so scared to say that. Anyway, okay. Oh I was like, oh, that means a lot to me. Um I didn't have the word gateway before, but like just sitting in that, like this Mm. is going, like whatever this is, it's going in the direction I want to go. I know that for certain, for certain, Mm. for certain, for certain. And even these things, like when we talked about the podcast, right, as you all know from our very first two episodes, Siobhan had a dream. She invited me to that dream, and now we're having a dream together. Um, it's just like creating possibility. It's just like con- contributing. Like, these are amazing. Is it making emotional? So you me emotional.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I saw your eyes. <laughs> it's the best feeling ever.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. and we're going to expand it no matter how how much i have to scream in my car before i go into places to make myself go um i was just imagining what it might be like to have group practices a group whatever the thing is the whole thing whatever it is we haven't talked about that at all that's why i was like all the possibilities like to be a person who is affirmed in a space that is affirming of other people is what we're actually talking about.
0: Yeah.
1: We get contributed to while contributing to other people. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it made me yeah. so emotional. Yeah. Um let's fucking do it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> and I and I didn't want to sound uncertain about the group practice. It's such it's such a fear thing. Like I know yeah, it's what I want to do. It's a fear thing. Yeah. So maybe we'll find a a fat person wants to talk about imposter syndrome on here. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Ooh, I'm writing that down. My whole life, um, so it just feels really exciting. <gasps> and really... I know
1: who I'd want to ask.
0: Okay, we'll email him after this.
1: Jess Baker,
0: <gasps> whale, the one who wrote Land. Oh, now I'm sweaty. Okay, that's going on the list. Might not be next season, listeners, but it might be the season after. But oh, it's going on the list. I'm excited. Okay, everybody who's, Are you ready for who's the next- just started oh,
1: publishing their, their newsletter again. So I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Hello there.
0: Uh, <laughs> <Okay. sighs> so we're coming to a close on this episode. I love the opening and ending episodes because we're just like, we're just here. We're just doing it. It's not as polished, but that's why I love it. It's just, we're just shooting the shit. Um, so I talked about rest earlier. Last season, we recorded. Almost all year. Um, And this year made the decision that we are going to take a break from... Shit. November to January, basically. Um, Which is huge for us. So huge. I'm excited about it, though. What are you most looking forward to on your embodiment journey as you take an intentional rest break for the remainder of 2022? Which is enormous for Jen listeners because Jen... I don't rest. Does not do that.
1: <laughs> so yeah. I'm very
0: excited and very proud of her.
1: Shout out to my amazing therapist Ellen, yes. who has who is like, what if you just need rest? What if you just need rest? What if you just need rest? <laughs> uh, what if your body's saying you need rest? Right over and over and over. Uh, uh, yeah. she's right. <laughs> just yes, over everyone knows she was right the whole time. Um yeah. I it is, you know, we did it last year. You were like, what if we just take a break? <laughs> like, you're like, I think you need a break. And I'm like, okay. But that's the only place I took a break. Um, I have an opportunity to help my sister recover from a major surgery. I have an opportunity to have weeks at a time with no work whatsoever. Um, I have an opportunity. I'm, I'm not going to see clients during the same time. I'm going to give myself Thanksgiving to New Year's Day. Um, I even have some people question, like, that seems like a binge of rest, Jen. Um, what a, is that so going to matter?
0: It doesn't matter. Go ahead.
1: Um, <laughs> more than one person. That's a particular mm-hmm. phrasing of one person. But that's because it sounds like I'm so defying what is expected of us in a productivity culture. I'm so defying the hustle. Mm -hmm. that it sounds like what's wrong with me. Like I actually get that response. Um, (laughs) And I chose that particular phrasing because it really relates to the work that I do. Um, (laughs) And I'm like, no, taking a major rest is like, what if I'm burnt out from not really taking rest most of my life? Um, What if the binge was all the times that I was productive? And what if this is just an opportunity to not have to do that anymore?
2: Mm. Right, like
1: microdosing rest. (laughs) Like, like what if (laughs) I'm because I'm gonna be doing major things, helping my sister after a major surgery, helping taking care of her kids while she's recovering, right? That's part Mm -hmm. of what I'm gonna be doing, but I'm also gonna have weeks where I'm not doing anything. Um that just sounds awesome. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, I can read books. I actually bought the four books in a whole series about murder and time that I would like I love murder and I love time travel. I don't love murder (laughs) a (laughs) lot.
0: (laughs) it's okay. I talk about my murder books all the time. I live for a mystery. So I get it.
1: I mean, I love a murder mystery. I love the mystery about murder, not the murder itself.
0: it's so good that's
1: so great so I have a there's a book series it's five books and I I the the first book I was like oh this is what it's like to read huge fantasy series and things like that I haven't had this feeling in so long and I because I haven't given myself the opportunity for the time it takes and the headspace it takes to do that yes so Mm -hmm. I was able to do that among work which was amazing And also I just want to like stay up till 3 a.m. Cause I actually don't have to wake up at a particular time tomorrow and finish reading a book, at least the opportunity, even if I fall asleep, I just want the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Like returning to something that used to be a really big, important part of my life. Like, what if I don't do anything that's out there and I'm not embodied? And what if I'm just in this book? Like I miss that. Uh, So reading. So good.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, in our first
1: podcast season, we were like, what's happening? Why can't we read? Like, what's going on? I think it was by the very end of the first season, Mm -hmm. maybe even the beginning of the second season, like also (laughs) overworked, we're overworked people at that time. Um, So I want to not be overworked. I'm going to change how I create my schedule in 2023. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what I mean, like talking about embodiment and talking about the rest of us and talking about what's actually important is such an important framing that's like all over my life now. That it's like, why would lifestyle change, behavior change? It's a hard thing to do. Why shouldn't it be in the direction that I want? Like it should yeah. purposely be in the direction I want,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: Just like we were talking about, we didn't publish a podcast episode. Like I do not have to commit myself to doing work I don't want to do. I, right. and I get that I'm saying that from a place of privilege. And also I want this to be a thing that privilege doesn't determine.
0: Absolutely. I mm-hmm. Both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: That's an interesting thing that I've been trying to find a a holding of both about identity and marginalization. And I was just kind of, whatever that pocket is, I was just kind of sitting there just now.
2: Hmm. Yes, I have
1: the privilege to do this, but I want to intentionally use the privilege and space creation to contribute. But I cannot do that right now because I'm overworked in a very specific way. Mm. I'm gonna need rest to do that. This work Mm -hmm. is not easy um and that's the way it's always been we just pretend it isn't so I don't want to pretend anymore it kind of sucks it does does. um (laughs) so thank you for that Mm -hmm. um earlier I said like all I I'm trying to remember who told me this my own therapist I don't remember I've said it previously on an episode and I don't remember what the answer is right (laughs) now but, mm -hmm. but all or nothing like all work, no rest, right? Mm-hmm. All rest, no work. I used to be like, I'm taking off the whole year after becoming a dietitian because I just need something. That's the last time I took rest. That was ten mm. years ago. Everyone,
2: mm. like, mm-hmm. where I actually
1: was like, goodbye, goodbye, work. I don't yeah. need to do a full year. I really needed that one, but I don't need to do a mm-hmm. full year. Mm-hmm. Um, But there's not just all or nothing. There's a whole bunch of stuff in between that are a bunch of some things, right? Mm-hmm. Something, 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 something. I want to sit in something,
2: mm-hmm.
1: whatever that is. Um, where it feels good to be there, where I, I want to keep doing that. I want it to be interesting to my brain. I didn't think that was, I at think that was something wrong with me, but I'm like, it yeah. has to be interesting to my brain, but like, what if it's so awesome and of our creation that we're not bored, even if the stuff we're doing sucks or is boring, yes. like that does not mm-hmm. make the whole thing boring. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and shout it again to my therapist. I'm like, what if I take five weeks and three days off from work? Right. I, I figured out exactly how much time it is. Uh, and she's like, what if you needed to do that already? And thanks for catching up. <laughs> right. Uh-uh. Thanks, for, thanks, thanks for getting that about yourself. Let's try right? to do that every year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what if that's how things are mm-hmm. in Europe? They take an entire month off. Everyone takes an entire mm-hmm. month off. Entire companies close. Mm hmm. That's just one month. They also take off an incredible amount of time for quote unquote, the holidays.
2: Mm-hmm. They already
1: do this in these two chunks. We yeah. just don't do that here. Yeah. But what if that part of this culture really sucks for me? I yeah. don't want to do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally. So, I love all, so of, this. all of this. So that's fine. Ah! That's me talking about all the scary things. And also um, I'm holding up now and no one can see. I made a list of declarations. About exactly what I'm describing, about lots of other things, about, about just, just what I need, because Mm -hmm. something that I would say to my clients, and I will say to myself right now is that wants are needs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and pretending they're not is a, is something that we kind of do together as a society and it's Mm -hmm. just bullshit. Mm
0: -hmm. So these
1: declarations are wants. I can declare what I want.
0: Yes, you can. I can, I can make them needs. Mm
1: -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Needs are not like I say what needs are, or someone says what needs are. And that's where we sit. We can Mm. choose that.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I love that. Okay. That's where I'm sitting. Um, I love this question. I love you getting more acquainted with your need for rest and your practice of rest and the experience of rest over and over and over. And Mm -hmm. also it makes me curious going forward. What does this break mean to you? What's, um, what's feeling like this space holds for you?
0: Yeah. I'm. Is that a
1: sentence? Yes. Okay. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I
0: liked it. I'm really excited. I also want to say that this comes from a place of privilege, but also it should not be a privilege to be able to do this. I just want to say that as well. Um, I'm excited because I have kids who are like, understanding more things and I'm trying to be the, do the family holiday stuff, which I didn't really grow up doing. So I'm excited to do that. Like we're going to go see Santa and stuff like that. So I'm excited for that cute stuff. Um, but I'm also really excited. Um, like I said, I took this year off, which was my first year of not why well, it was supposed to be my first year of not working for money. And then I ended up taking a small bookkeeping gig, but that I actually enjoyed that. So that's okay. And it's like one day a week, it's like four hours a week. Um, but I have really enjoyed this, this restful year and I'm excited to see how it goes for you when you get more rest because I was so antsy and so frustrated by having so much free time and now I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it. So just kind of sitting in with that has been really great. Um, I'm excited for having... So I'm, I'm slowly reading um, Laziness Does Not Exist by Dr. Devin Price <gasps> and whew, that so good. And one thing that's discussed is how this rest which is not laziness, but rest gives you all of this creative energy. And I feel that like I have all of these ideas and I have to write them down and be like, not this year, we're not doing it this year, but it's been really fun to see all this creativity kind of bubbling up for me. It's been showing up in things for my career. I'm also decluttering my house, which is not creative, but also really fantastic and getting to do the decorating after is really fun. Um, I'm excited for reading, just reading in fuzzy clothes. Um, but yeah, I am just, in terms of embodiment, I'm excited to see how that shows up with my family during the holidays and to have time to rest before planning whatever 2023 is going to look like for me. Hopefully doing some travel to see my see family. Um, sitting with kind of this idea of body liberation. I've been kind of sitting with the idea of body sovereignty. I'm pretty sure I said this in the last end episode but like some this broad sovereignty has kind of been bouncing around in my head since we since this year has come through I think trying to hold space and I think it's because of our ample and rooted training like holding space for people who because we live in this society where diet culture is bullshit and we're all encouraged to look a certain way still make the dis- decision to actively lose weight and holding space for the body sovereignty that might come along with that if that's what you want to do how can mm. I support you even though I have different. I have different and different outlook, like acknowledging that you have the right for that sovereignty. If you make that decision for yourself, I don't know, just kind of sitting with that. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but um, I just am excited to not have much to do. Um,
1: Sounds nice. Reading.
0: I'm really (laughs) excited about Rest is Resistance by Tricia Hersey coming out on October 11th. That's going to be a book that I dig into super fast (gasps) because it's funny. I'm going to like read it. Yeah, I'm going to read it at the speed of light, a book about rest, which, you know, (laughs) really excited about it to encourage my rest journey and um yeah I'm just I'm excited to not know I'm excited to be like we'll see what 2023 2020 yeah 2023 I felt like I missed a 20 in there yeah I was like uh, what 2023 looks like and giving myself space to start figuring that out um yeah I, I'm really excited I'm just really proud of you Jen because I know this is hard it's really, really thank you
1: hard. I'm, so I'm hard. sitting and, I'm yeah. sitting more comfortably in it and thank you yeah. it, it's gonna I still have a long way to it go sucked.
0: <laughs> I hated it I'm sure in our first few episodes of this year someone was talking about rest and I was like I fucking hate this I don't want to do this anymore I want to be active and be productive and kind of buy into this hustle culture but it has been such a gift for me too so yeah first time not having a full-time gig since I was 16. And so it's just, it's a gift. And so I'm excited to just continue to, it doesn't feel as forceful anymore. It felt like I was forcing myself to rest. Now I'm just mm. excited for the next two months, just to be like, oh, three months. I keep thinking it's November, uh, three months. Um, it is to, almost
1: October. Almost October. I <laughs> think
0: it's because it's 10. So I was like, I only have 10. It doesn't matter. Um, but I'm excited. I'm just really excited to just mm. be and hopefully finish decluttering my office because I'm looking at it in the camera, and that's going to be the last hurrah. It's, it's
1: ooh, a lot. <laughs> I'm going to get a shout out to Casey Davis, who I discovered. Oh I'm my holding gosh, up a book. I saw that, but I haven't read it.
0: Okay, is it great?
1: How to keep house while drowning? Yes, and the workbook for how to like write your stuff down and like figure out how you're going to do it is amazing. Um, this is a person I discovered on TikTok. This is a, a human being. They're an LPC. So this is a person who themselves is neurodivergent and is talking about like what it's like to keep house for real. Yeah. They show like what the house looks like before they clean, but they never touched anything. It's very obvious, right? Versus like, that. look at my partially untidied house that I'd like to show yeah. you. <laughs> they, you just said decluttering and I've learned something magical and I love can't like unlearn this which yeah. is cleaning. Cleaning has three parts, whichever word we're going to use. It's actually three parts. We clean, we tidy and we organize. They are distinct mm. activities.
0: They are. Mm-hmm. I
1: thought they were the same forever and ever and ever. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed. Right. So we all know I have ADHD. And that means when I give myself a new assignment, I'm like, wow, 57 tasks. How will I begin that? Right. And she's like, what if you just like, whoa, what if you just have some of them at one time, um, which I love. Um, yeah. And we don't have to be so hard on ourselves about yes. these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my restful time, which in the past, I have created an entire decluttering, organizing, cleaning scheme for the whole time I'm going to be resting mm-hmm. and called that rest. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you're saying that because decluttering <laughs> that, that <Sometimes>. part, <laughs> decluttering is generally restful. It the, the end result mm-hmm. is a feeling of rest, right? yes mm-hmm. um it's restorative like I really mm-hmm. mean like the whole the whole original word of that um and I'm excited to play around with stuff like that. like yes. I just have these books and they're just looking here and i'm like writing a bunch of stuff down but restful so time mm-hmm. means at some point I'm gonna get really bored while resting I'm just gonna i'm gonna get bored. Mm-hmm. books aren't going to be enough whatever i have to set up for myself is going to not going to be enough i'm going to run out of hulu shows or whatever the thing is that i'm watching i'm going to run out it's going to happen yeah because that's what happened when i took the year off i can say that part from my experience eventually i'm like i better start exploring right i better start doing yeah. stuff i better <laughs> i better go to new york that's how i ended yeah. up in new york so like to get to play with things. Like I'm super bored. I'm excited about decluttering. Sounds amazing to me. Cause I'm not in that it's space. It's so like, oh. much fun.
0: That's so much fun. Yeah.
1: Right now I'm not uh, resting. Yeah. i like, Ugh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I swear by Dana K white. She's a bit conservative, but she has like, if you see the resident declutter, not this one, clearly it's been very like, two questions that you ask every single time you do something and it's just opened myself up. Is that
1: a slot comes clean? Yes. Oh, you're the one who told me about that. I want you to know, I tell everyone I know about that. It's amazing. And so
0: our, our sleeping areas are fantastic. And next come the, um, oh the relaxing areas like the living room and well and the bathrooms and it doesn't matter but um she's been huge so decluttering to me is very restful because now I can re- like I, I want to rest in these very sanctuary type places which again is a privilege that I have time to clean out my area while listening yeah. to podcasts and you know create these new um pr- practices for life so that's from my friend Becca thanks Becca for telling me about her because thanks we definitely <laughs> thanks, we definitely tried some more um, 75 steps to do things, but these two questions have changed me forever. So that's been restful. That's We get what rest to gave link me.
1: Casey Davis and Dana K. White. I yes. love that they there's this K thing. Um,
0: I'm going to have yes. to read that because I've seen it shown up on Amazon so many times for me, so... Yeah, I'm not and
1: not conservative. Also, um, I uh, do like that.
0: I just ignored those parts in the podcast. Yeah. So yeah, yeah.
1: I know. I had to stop listening to the podcast. Um, just being real here with you folks. Like the two questions are great, but I can't listen. I can't do it. I can't sit in thirty minutes of that anymore.
0: Yeah, um, I, yeah. Now I'm just listening to parenting stuff that I needed this year anyway, so it's
1: fine. Yeah, I do. Some, I listen to <laughs> about something else.
0: gentle and respectful parenting, and that's what I needed more than that. So I can. Ooh. It's fine.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. um so oh my gosh Again, now we're I just love- all
0: over the place <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds Ooh, like before uh, we close since we yeah. started
0: talking about musicals what is your favorite musical
1: <gasps> good question um as i told you earlier um it would be phantom of the opera which is closing on brock broad Bro- broccoli that's my dog's name on broadway after <laughs> um i got a, I got a dog during this podcast season okay you did um, you i forgot did. i forgot um, who we just got, we just got, okay. I'm going to talk about that later, but my, my favorite is Broadway uh, on Broadway is now the opera. Um, it also helped me rebel against my classical piano training to just like belt out. I can't sing, um, to while I'm pl- learning to play all the songs from that. And they're, some of them are pretty hard. Like they're really mm. fast or they're like, you did like fully extend your hands. They're hard. Um, like, oh my gosh and I'm just going to stick with a Broadway one because if I start adding movies I'll just say The Same. Greatest Showman right now which I was telling Siobhan earlier um, who has never seen it and will probably watch it after this episode is recorded um, yes. <laughs> but those are those are like my two like that's what I watch and think about and interact with the most but honestly all of them like I yeah. picked two but I'm just going to go with all of them as my overall and final answer all of them <laughs> Is that your uh, answer?
0: Well, since we texted for like two hours about this this morning, clearly it's all of them. I was like, in all caps, in all caps, listening to <laughs> Ben and the buncha. Um, no, I would have to say Fiddler on the Roof, which is coming to Albuquerque next year, and I'm so excited. I, I could cry. I like almost got emotional thinking about it. I'm going to say that because I have at least 12 more on my list that I could say in rapid rapid fire right now. So I'm going to stick with that. I have to stop because I was already going to say something. So I'm good. I'm good. Wait, say it. Uh, I've seen... So that's my favorite, but I've seen West Side Story live the most of my favorites. I adore West Side Story. So I'm taking a ballet class. That's something I, that's part of my rest. That's something else that has come up creatively. But there's this... I don't even know why I'm talking. I just Apparently, this is what happens when I need lunch and a nap. But... Um, <laughs> We have to stand to do this like thing. She was like saying, you stand here and you stand here. And I was like waiting for all of us to start dancing. And so it was like, go, 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 because everybody goes to their sides anyway. Yes, I'm done.
1: (laughs) I'm so glad you asked that. So just so everyone knows, we did not know until today, even though it is actually in our episode with Kimber, I don't know how we missed this, but we did not know how much we are both completely obsessed with musicals yep and just yep. live theater in general obsessed
0: so much fun so we're gonna see Pride and Prejudice next month together ah! when Jen comes out into public I'm excited she'll be
1: super oh, a mask there but I'm gonna be in public yes. oh super in I
0: public gonna be amazing and because my husband doesn't want to go and I already had tickets so
1: yeah, off we go <laughs> off we go that is what we've been doing today Um, while about to record this and took an hour and a half before we started. And we'll probably keep talking about now forevermore.
0: Like we've been talking about musicals for about five hours now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love it. I love you. That's why. I love you. <laughs> Thank you I'm so obsessed much for listening. With you. I'm obsessed with you. Thanks listeners for listening to season 20, season two of 2022. <laughs>
1: It's like season 20 wow and we talk wait. about future seeking <laughs> Ooh, season 20 okay
0: um and we can't wait for season three to come to your ears and minds and reading however it comes to you thank you so much for listening
1: yeah and the season three is going to come to you in march or april of 2023 to be determined based on rested us in that yes. conversation later yes, yes. Bye. I'm like spreading my arms out everyone. Cause I'm just like hugging yes. this whole conversation. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh. I can't wait to talk to you all again next year. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to season two of the embodiment for the rest of us podcast. Episodes will be published every two weeks ish because let's be real here, <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: You can also find the podcast at our website, us dot com, and follow us on social media
1: on both Twitter at embodiment us, and on Instagram at embodiment for the rest of us. We look forward to being with you again next time in conversation.